This is Ozarks at Large. This month's Northwest Arkansas Technology Summit in Bentonville included a pitch contest for innovators working on tech solutions to make healthcare affordable, convenient, and accessible. The 2021 winner, Ryan Shelton, founder and CEO of Photonic Care. Last week, we called him to ask about his company and about the pitch contest itself. It was a great experience. They did a really nice uh, job with kind of organizing it. And uh, they had a really impressive panel of judges that had, you know, some people that I had known from the industry um, in, in one way or another, kind of everybody you know, top of their field. So it was uh, it was really nicely done and uh, it was a pleasure to participate. I'm just curious, was it in person? You're in front of the panel? Is it like some of those shows we see on primetime television? Right, yeah. So it's it's been interesting over the past, you know, 18 months the, how, how some of these types of events have evolved. This one was completely virtual, and it was all pre-recorded as well. And then they, you know, uh, kind of announced the winner through the app for the, uh, the tech summit after they played the recording. And this year's theme, they wanted people to make pitches that would provide tech solutions to making healthcare more affordable, more convenient, and more accessible. And Photonicare fits right in there, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, we'd like to think so. Um, you know, we're we're really trying to help uh, you know improve the care, largely for kids around chronic ear infections. And you know, right now the the tools that they use are. are 50% accurate. So every time you go in to get a diagnosis for a new infection, it's a coin flip as to whether you're going to get the right one. So what you know we do is basically enable them to see directly what's in the middle ear to make those decisions accurately the first time. And that does end up sending, I'm sorry, it does end up uh, saving a lot of money in the healthcare system because we're not having to you know, spend money on antibiotics and tube surgeries that are unwarranted. How, what what makes it easier to look into the inner ear and, and be more sure of the diagnosis? Yeah, it's a good question. So today they use an otoscope, and everybody's seen an otoscope used. It's it's literally used in every office exam, you know, 180 million times each year in the U.S. And it's just a magnifying glass and a pin light. So it's an incredibly archaic technology that basically looks at the surface of the eardrum. The disease is in the middle ear on the other side of that eardrum. So they don't have any way to actually see the disease directly. They look at the eardrum and use that as a proxy for the middle ear health. Our difference is that we still provide them with that surface image that they're used to, but we also use infrared light to look straight through the eardrum and visualize what's on the other side of it. So it gives them direct access to the disease that they're trying to diagnose, uh, which is really what kind of changes the game for them in terms of uh, accuracy and and, uh, and parent satisfaction. Is it, it and is it kind of the same sort of what you know what we think of when they're using that scope, the conventional one now, same sort of process? They just kind of rest it on the air and point it in. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if there's one thing I've learned in developing technologies for you know, clinicians in general, but especially ones on the front lines of healthcare is you try not to change what they're doing as much as possible. So we just, um, you know, we same form factor as a regular otoscope when the workflow is the same. We just overlay this additional information on top of it 
So it doesn't take them any longer to do the exam. They do it in the exact same way. We just give them more information to make a better decision. All right. Anyone who's had a child with chronic ear infections or anyone who's had an ear infection themselves understands that you'll want to get rid of them. They're not pleasant. What led you to this uh, avenue? Yeah, sure. So, you know, I'm an engineer by training. I have a PhD in bioengineering from Texas A&M University. I'm a Aggie. And uh, I have three kids too, though. So uh, so I, I came at this as a father. And what happened, I was doing some research um, in, in optics and biomedical imaging at the University of Illinois uh, as a postdoc. And my oldest son, Jack, was going through his first year of life. And he had just a terrible time with chronic ear infections. He had you know, 10 office visits and eight rounds of antibiotics in his first 12 months of life, a referral for surgery, um, the whole bit. So that allowed me to kind of, from a parent perspective, look at this process. And really, I kind of assessed it and decided it had very little real information that seemed to go into it. Uh, a lot of subjectivity. And uh, so that's really what put me down the path of let's take this technology that we're working on in the lab, which was essentially bringing um, imaging technology from specialty settings and finding ways to uh, leverage it in frontline care. And let's put it towards ear infections. You know, I, I lived this problem. I see this problem. So we went out and did the customer research, everything involved to ensure that it was a problem worth solving. And, uh, and we're kind of off to the races at that point. But that, that personal kind of parent patient experience uh, is what drove me into the field. All right. I don't know if this next question is based completely in ignorance or has some curiosity in it, but when you do customer research on something that will involve looking beyond the eardrum, how do you do that? I There's a lot of really great resources, you know, across the country. And, you know, I'll do a, a quick call out to Sarah Goforth at U of A because she runs, uh, you know, a lot of these types of programs. I've been involved with a couple of them, actually, but that, that really encourage technologists to get out of the building and go talk to customers and really, you know, exercise this, this customer discovery in an attempt to figure out, okay, we know we've built something that we think is cool. Does somebody else think it's cool? And do they think it's cool enough to pay for it in a way that makes a business? And that's really kind of the key to that. So there's some really great programs set up that will help facilitate that. The nice thing about programs is that uh, they, they give you a little accountability. So you really get out there and get your numbers uh, but really, I mean, you don't have to have one. You can, you know, go to your, you know, physician, pediatrician, whoever it is, and just start asking questions. You know, the thing that you got to understand, most people, they want to talk to you. Don't walk into it trying to sell something because you don't have something to sell yet. Walk into it uh, trying to figure out what's their problem, because then you know if you have a solution. And, and that's really the way you got to approach it. It's not the first time I've had someone give a shout out to Sarah Goforth for her, her vision or her help. Uh, I'm sure it's not. <laughs> so, so where are you now? What does winning this pitch mean? And, and where do you see the next two or three years? This has been perfect for me. So a little background on me and my family. We actually are recent transplants here. We moved here in January. And, you know, part of my goal over the last several months has really been meet as many people in Northwest Arkansas as possible and try to understand, you know, what are the resources here? Who are the players? Um, you know, how can I help uh, build this ecosystem? So, you know, exposure like this is very helpful in that sense, because it just, um, 
it helps, you know, build that ecosystem, get, get me plugged in. It helps me figure out where can I help and add value and add to this ecosystem that we're building here. So that's been, uh, you know, it's really great for that. And of course, you know, recognition from the company perspective is, is great. We're actually in the middle of a, of a financing, you know, raise of money right now. So that, you know, all that exposure is always fantastic. All right. I so admire people who see a problem or a challenge and then can work towards solving it. I'm wondering, is that with your PhD in engineering from A&M, is that just something you do all the time? Do you see the garage door not going down all the way and go, I wonder what's going on? And then you try to figure it out. It's a great question. So one thing that I've understood about myself for a while now is that I, I, I often have a, a, a deep seated urge to figure out how something uh, how, how to do something, right? And that that might be something that's highly technical. It might not be. You know, I'm I'm a bit I'm big into mountain biking, and frankly, it's one of the draws, you know, that I had to this area. But uh, you know, I I don't ever take my bike in to get maintenance done unless I've done that maintenance on the bike myself, and I understand it. And then I say, okay, well, I've done it once. I don't really care to do it again, so I'm gonna have someone else do it. But I understood it, and I think that has helped me understand things, you know, both from a problem perspective, as well as, you know, coming up with solutions, by just being super curious and having this deep seated need to understand, uh, you know, what's going on and how things work. All right. Where can lay people find out more about this? Yeah. So we have a website, uh, www.photoni, P-H-O-T-O-N-I.care. Um, and, I mean, hopefully you can find it at your, uh, your, your pediatrician here soon. You know, we're starting to look for partners in the Northwest Arkansas area. So if there's a, you know, if you want to see this in your pediatrician's office, uh, feel free to point them to, you know, my contact information or our website. Uh, anybody else that just finds this interesting, please look me up. I'm always happy to talk uh, over a coffee or a beer. So I'd love to connect. Critical to the success we've had so far is uh, a very excellent team. And I just want to do a quick call out. You know, I founded this company with a MD PhD from university of Illinois and another engineer. Uh, so, you know, thanks to, you know, Ryan Nolan, um, Jeff Hyder, Steve Bopard, a lot of the rest of our team, we're up to about 16 people now. And it's just been truly an honor to build a team around a problem that uh, is something that will be solved and has to be solved. So that's been a blast, and I couldn't have done this without a fantastic team around it. Ryan Shelton is the founder and CEO of Photonicare and the winner of this month's Northwest Arkansas Tech Summit Pitch Contest. He spoke with us late last week.